Hi, I'm Biz. I'm a working parent with a kid and a teen. It's been 10 years since the show began, and a lot has changed on the show and in the world. But by elevating the voices of others, we have learned we are not alone, and we are doing a good job. This is still a show about life after giving life. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, it's another umpteenth genius fail spectacular plus rant, Labor Day edition. Woo! Guys, I love the Labor Day genius fail spectacular plus rant. This is it. It's our umpteenth thousandth episode. I've just chosen not to count anymore. Just a quick check-in after the long weekend which followed the longest summer ever, my children are back in school today. So I'm very happy and enthused. And just a shout out to all of you parent and guardians out there who are letting go while your children go off to school, as well as I hope you are finding a little bit of space and time in there between drop-off pick up, after school, work, all the different things that happen. I just wish you the best school year possible. Nothing says long weekend like a genius fail spectacular because it's those long weekends that really are the perfect soup for any one of our One Bad Mother categories. So with that said, let us settle in, grab a coffee, Grab a glass of wine. I don't know. Put a child on a bosom if you are still in that space or just shut the door on your child if you're at that age space. And let's feel inspired on this very special Labor Day Genius Fail Spectacular plus rant. Genius time, everybody. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. I have a genius. None of my friends think it's a genius, or they don't understand the magnitude of this genius, but that's because they either have older kids or they have no kids, And the pandemic for them has been over for about a year. (laughs) I have a three-year-old, so I still have a pandemic that I'm living with, um, as many of you guys understand. Um, But two weeks ago, he got his first vaccine, which is... Uh, hallelujah, praise all the gods, genius in and of itself. Thank you very much. But today, I realized the only thing that has been keeping me from just like burning it all down because of grow has been painting. That is the thing that keeps me in love with my husband. That is the thing that makes me find like the wherewithal to just not throw a box of frozen chicken nuggets at him when they ask me what is for dinner. I haven't seen it. And today I realized I was running out of paint, which is not great because, you know, they need to eat. So I realized I could actually, for the first time in his life, take my child 
with me to the store. So oh I God. bundled it up and we got to the store. We went to the craft store. Yes, I know we did today. We went to the <laughs> craft store and we got in there and his eyes went so wide, like, holy Jesus, hell woman, what is this place? <laughs> but then he saw the pride flags that you could wave. And then he saw that there were these tiny little wildly overpriced plastic animals that he could hold. And he was in. He got in the cart. He put his feet through the thing. He let me leisurely wander up and down all of the aisles. Just like if he wasn't even there, I picked out my paints, we bought a peppermint patty, and this is a win too, guys. He fucking ate it. My <gasps> child, who is autistic and has SPD and only eats like seven things on a good day, maybe, <laughs> ate a whole peppermint patty. Amazing. <laughs> so then we got home, and the whole day was nearly without incident except there was a slight thing with him trying to set off the car alarm when we were coming inside of the sure. house. But that didn't happen at the store, nor did it happen in the car. So I am still calling this whole thing a win. A win, guys. A fucking genius. <laughs> I am having a great day. I hope you guys are too. Yes! This is the perfect genius kickoff for the spectacular. I I love everything about this. This really encompasses all the things that make a good genius. One, being made aware of something that you might have forgotten about. For example, that for some people, their child's never left the house to go to a store <laughs> in three years because of the fucking pandemic. So one, good job. Two, taking them to your happy place and it being successful is so good. Like there's that weird moment when you have kids where you go out somewhere and you're prepared sort of for it to be awful and it's not awful, but you're looking around and there's not like really anybody to high five because you're just like randomly at a Target or like a Michael's gift store or something like that. But you feel it. You feel the swell of like, selfness or just like, oh my gosh, does everybody see it? Like the peppermint patty, same thing. That's the kind of thing where I wish I had been there. So you could have been like pointing going, he's eating the peppermint patty. And I could have been like, yeah, they are. Woo. And then like high-fiving and stuff. Like this is it. This is amazing. This is good. This is a genius. You're doing a great job. Hi, I'm Bad Mother. I'm calling with a genius. <laughs> so my almost four-year-old loves making smoothies because she likes to use the blender. But then she never drinks the smoothies. So I had a smoothie, a green smoothie, got fruits and vegetables. Of course, she doesn't want it, so I put it in the fridge and was staring at it all day long. Then had the genius to freeze it into a popsicle mold. And now her and her baby sister have been eating delicious frozen treats every day. And it's just uh, those healthy green smoothies. That's my genius. You want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> She's busy eating one right now. Okay. Bye-bye. You're doing a good job. So am I. Yes, you are. Oh, yeah. One, letting a small child use a blender. Genius. That is an activity that will fill time during your day. So very good job. And two... 
thinking to freeze it? Who are you? Are you like a, like a, I don't know, a, what are they, MacArthur Grant genius or something? That's what I think this is. This is genius. You are doing a great job. I'm calling in a genius in progress. A six-year-old <laughs> has a wonderful after-school program that has a great outdoor space, and he comes home filthy all the time, which is great. Yeah. I love it. He also has martial arts in, like, 20 minutes. And I really don't think that, like, showing up with dirt falling out of your hair is very, like, safe with the mats and all. So rather than try to, like, deal with it and, like, make him take a shower before we go, it's hot or in the Midwest. We got the hose out. He likes playing with the hose anyway. I was like, hey, you want 15 minutes of playing with the hose? I get to wash your hair outside. And he's like, yeah. So we're just going to wash his hair outside and then we're going to go to martial arts and it's going to be wonderful. Biz, you're doing a great job. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And you are doing a great job. This is genius. In the summer, I'm pretty sure this is the only way we should be like washing our children, just turning the hose on them. This really is so smart and a weird thing to tell people that you don't know very well or like, like let's say you then get to your next activity and you're like, yeah, I just, I just hosed them off before we came. But no, like, no, with a hose. No, with a hose. It was genius. And like, they liked it and they're cleaner now, right? Like, if people would be like, uh-huh, that's okay. Not sure why you're telling me that. I know why you're telling. Because it's genius and it deserves a freaking round of applause. You are amazing. Hey, Biz. This is a genius. Um, which hopefully actually pans out. We'll see. So putting away my kids' laundry is the worst thing in the world. And folding their laundry is like the worst thing in the world. So what I did is I cleaned out their dresser, gave them each more drawers, made these cheap-ass cardboard separator things, taped them into place with painter's tape, and now they can just put their own clothes away because they know, like, this drawer is just for dresses. This drawer is just for shirts. And I'm not worrying about separating into, like, long sleeves and short sleeves or whatever, but it's just, like, dresses, underwear, socks, like, things that you wear on the bottom half of your body, PJs. <laughs> and now, like, one, no one has to fold their laundry. Two, they can potentially put away their own laundry and I don't have to do it, and my husband doesn't have to do it. Three, we don't have to deal with these horrible overstuffed drawers, which we were dealing with last time. And four, when I told my six-year-old about this, he was extremely excited. Like, oh, you mean I don't even have to fold anything, Mama? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, that's so great. <laughs> Anyways, I just feel extremely proud of myself about this. And we'll see if. It actually pans out. Uh, so I'll update you on if this is a continued genius or if it turns into a fail. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you are doing a great job, Biz. You're the fucking best, and I love you. Okay, bye. Well, I love you too. Thank you. Also, you are a genius. This is so... <laughs> okay. Why, again, none of us need these reminders, but I sometimes feel they're important. Really, what you need to feel seen for is just the thought and effort that you put into making this happen. You had to clean out the old drawers, okay? 
you made the cardboard dividery things. You didn't mention it, but I bet you wrote something like bottom half clothes or pants or something, stuck those on there. And just that part of this genius really actually did require some problem solving and some effort. And you did it. And I see you. And there is something thrilling about just taking a fistful of clean clothes and jamming them into a drawer, right? Like, yeah, I'm with you. I gave up on like my clothes looking pressed, cleaned for my kids like a million years ago. I'm like, oh, it's, I don't know. It's the era of wrinkles and just whatever, kids. So I just think this is genius. I think you're doing an amazing job. Really, you're doing such a good job. Hi there. I have a genius and it's a genius that started out as a fail. So here's what happened. I thought we're going to be really cute and we're going to go to the farmer's market, which is new in our town, our very small town. We're going to go to the farmer's market while my husband is out of town because that'll give us something to do and we'll come back and there won't be toys everywhere. So we get in the car and we go to the farmer's market. But the problem is that we are going on the one day of the year when the town festival is happening. Now, I don't know that the town festival is happening because we've only lived, we've only lived here for two years and we never go anywhere. So I find myself swept up in parade traffic <laughs> in one direction going down our, like, main road. And that's, like, the main road that connects everything in the town. So I can't turn around, and we are now stuck watching this parade. So it's not so bad. There's animals. There's livestock. There's tractors. <laughs> it's very exciting. Um, but then the parade starts going into lunch and nap time. And I'm like, oh, no, what do I do? So we pop into a grocery store. We get some snacks. We watch the parade. But it's, like, not enough to fill you up on. So she starts to get hangry. So as soon as we get, we notice that the parade is done, we get into the car. We go home. I'm, like, scrambling to get her some food. And she's now so hangry that she refuses to eat any food. Mm. But what I notice is that she does want to play with her baby doll. So I say, hey, I think your baby doll is pretty hungry. I think you should show that baby doll how to eat. Babies don't know how to eat until you teach them. Why don't you show your baby doll how to eat? So she shows the baby doll how to eat broccoli and macaroni and carrots, and now she's asleep, and I feel like I'm a little bit of a genius. So there you go. Have a wonderful week. You guys are doing a great job. You are a genius. This is is like one of those days where when the genius arrives of the baby doll thing, Like, you know that the tone is actually, like, such a tone of desperation, like, throw something against the wall, kind of like, you know, "Ah, baby dolls don't know how to eat. You want to show your baby doll how to eat? (laughs) Oh, gosh, please, something work. Wow. One, the, like, the parade, when life throws a parade in your way, you stayed and watched. And I think that's amazing. Also, guys, again... Not unusual to say things like, I've lived here two years and I didn't know that that was a thing because a pandemic, who was going anywhere? You got through the parade. You got through the not farmer's market experience. You then got through getting home and getting a child fed. And that child is napping. That is, I like, yeah, you should be feeling that bubbling joy down deep inside. And if, wait, what's that? Do you hear that in the distance? That's the sound of a thousand parents chanting your name. 
You are doing a good job. Now, let's settle in for our last genius. Hi, Biz. Uh, this is a check-in slash genius. I somehow got my almost two-year-old and my seven-week-old down at the same time for an afternoon nap. My seven-week-old has pretty much been living on top of me, and I got to sit down and eat lunch. That's the genius. You're doing a great job. Everyone's doing a great job. Thanks. You are doing a great job. Sometimes the simplest act of self-care, like sitting, <laughs> is genius. Guys, this is what I mean. Who do you who do you say to? I actually sat down by myself and I ate lunch. And like there were people aren't like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why is that a thing? It's a big deal. Especially if you got one of those babies that doesn't ever want to be apart from your skin. Both children asleep. Amazing. And you sat down and ate food. You are doing an amazing job. I see you. We all see you. You are a genius. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Bombas. Bombas' mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone in need. It cannot get simpler than that. This is like a freebie to us, guys. Get socks that are awesome and last forever and have the little grippies for those of us that can't walk across hard floor without falling down. And we get to be active. We get to be making a difference. There is a pair of socks for everything you do. Also, they've got t-shirts with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and the perfect weight. Go to bombas.com slash badmother and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash badmother for 20% off. Bombas.com slash badmother. One Bad Mother is supported by Green Chef. Green Chef's exciting new ingredients, recipes, and delicious meals support healthy lifestyle. Green Chef is there for you. You can choose from all 24 recipes weekly with the option to mix and match meals from different preferences. So you're not just stuck checking one box and having to eat that box for the rest of your life. I personally enjoyed a kale, bacon, and farro salad, which is not something I would have just gone out and sought. <laughs> but when it was delivered to my door and bacon was involved, I was all in and it was delicious. Go to greenchef.com badmother135 and use code badmother135 to get $135 off across five boxes. And your first box ships free. That's greenchef.com slash badmother135 and code badmother135 to get $135 off across five boxes. Everybody, we're back for the Labor Day umpteenth thousandth genius fail spectacular plus rant. 
And now we're going to move into what we really came for. And that would be failures. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. (laughs) I have a fail that is... I now have the giggles because that's how stupid this is. <laughs> hey, I just called across the country, four-year-old, one-year-old, went to the store to buy fans because our house is 92 degrees because our air conditioning broke, got to the store, realized I didn't have my card, drove all the way home, realized the card was in the car, just drove all the way back to the store, did a whole nother shopping trip. Got to the checkout line, realized it was actually not my card. It's my husband's card that looks the same. But the reason it was left in the car is because he just had to cancel it for a separate reason. So the card doesn't work, which means I am now back in the car with still no items and the house is still 92 degrees. Oh my god, what a fucking fail. Oh, I'm in the hotline. I really hope that I heard correctly you say mama needs some hot wine. Because I, I don't know if that's what you said, but that's what I heard. And I think that's amazing and hilarious. Mama needs some hot wine. Hot wine, the name of my college band. I gotta tell you, this is this is an epic fail. This is remarkable because now we're all with you. We're all like, well, are you going to go home and then go back one more time? Were the kids with you? Does it matter? It's so fucking hot and your house is so hot and those are little children. And like, that's, that's too much. You just literally spent almost your entire day driving back and forth between a place and and doing it wrong. <laughs> I love you so much. Get this person some hot wine stat. Because you are doing a horrible, horrible job. <laughs> Hi, guys. Calling with a fresh, fresh fail streak Ooh. from the car this morning. Tighten up that buckle on the kid in the car seat. Five-point harness. Hand slipped, punched right in the chin. Mm. Boy, that was a loud drive this morning. Yeah. Whew, the crying ended not as soon as I would have liked it to, but, you know, that's my fail. Accidentally punching my sweet little three-year-old in the chin because of safety reasons. Thanks for the show, guys. (laughs) Well, that's what you get for being safe, buckling your child in their car seat correctly. We don't overdo the accidental slip, right? But these happen. There is the pinching those car seats, man. There's the pinching and the buckle. Ooh. There's the accidental slip and punch. There is the, I mean, and there's nothing that makes you feel worse. You feel bad after it. And I sometimes get blamed for hurting Ellis by doing nothing. Like one time Ellis was like laying on me and, you know, it was really hot and our skin was kind of sticking together. And again, on me. Majority of the weight is theirs on me. I have actually made no movement to be in contact with Ellis. This has been all Ellis. And then they'll shift and they're like, you know, like the skin, the hot skin, like, like, like a little rip, ouch. 
And then I get the like, ow, God, you hurt me. And I'm like, oh my God, you, you are on me. Now, I know that's not exactly the same situation here. But what I want to do is recognize that this stuff happens and it's okay. Let's just remember why this hotline is here for failures just like this, where I can tell you that you are not alone and that you're doing, I guess, a horrible job following safety protocol. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is a fail. I live in a small house, like an 800 square foot house with my partner and my stepson who is on autism scale. Um, he's like fully functioning, but has some ticks and needs help. And I have three dogs, and one of them is the size of a horse, and one has three legs, and we've got some plants. So a few weeks ago, I was helping my stepson wash his clothes. We were like going through the whole deal. And he's just like, I want this, and I want this, and I want it now, and blah, 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 whatever. So. I had had enough, and I said, well, why don't we ask Daddy what kind of chores we can do to earn some, you know, extra money or whatever to get whatever you want, and you can work it out with him. <laughs> and he felt so proud of himself, came up with a couple chores he wanted to do to get some books that he wanted. This has been probably a month ago, and now mm. less chores are getting done, but more, I want these books by this Friday no matter what, all day long, and now I'm just getting mad, and mm. so is my partner, about how he wants books now, and no chores are getting done. So <laughs> that's a total fail, and I can't take it anymore. So I hope <laughs> y'all are all having a really good day, and I hope y'all aren't failing as much as me. You're doing a great job. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay, so again... I like that you had to start with small town and then small house just so we could really feel, I guess, the sense of like no space, right? So we got the small town, small 800 square feet, three dogs, one the size of a horse, child, partner, you, and I believe you said plants. That's a lot happening in a little space. So we all know that there's some physical noise, like the emotional noise happening in there. And then you had to go and suggest chores. Oh, yeah. this sh I feel like there should be a special club for us. We did the chore thing. We've done the like, oh, do you want money? Well, you're going to have to do some chores. And like you, it always starts off great. Everybody, is, you can even get away with the like, do you think you've done a good job? Do you, do you, you know, can you go back in, do another look? Got it. Like they'll get like really into making it happen. They get their money, they spend it. And then the next time they want something, you're like, okay, it's time to do chores. And then they immediately run. But that doesn't stop the asking. And the, I got to tell you, the asking, even though I know both of my children understand money, where it comes from, how you make it, spending it, managing these. I know they understand the general concepts of these things. The asking still doesn't stop. And even if you're like, don't ever ask me for anything ever again, that doesn't work. They're still going to ask. And I know that 
for me, there are days where I can hear that asking and demanding and be like, developmentally, we're right on time. That's okay. And then there's other days where I'm like, how have I raised this monster? How did I raise this self-indulgent, you know, monster who demands things all the time? ah, Right. And then I beat myself up and then I want something but I need to do more chores to get them. Yeah, this is a horrible cycle. Listening to somebody demand things in a small space, even in a large space, is too much. And this is what you, I guess, get for suggesting chores. So yeah, there you there you go. Look how that one just snowballed out of control right away. Hi, <laughs> I have a fail. I got a gift card to Target for my birthday, and I just left Target, and the only thing I bought for myself was an exfoliating facial scrub. I got sunscreen and, yeah, and some groceries, so that's a pretty big fucking sale, right? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Yes. This is correct. You spent your Target gift card wrong. You did it wrong. You targeted wrong. <laughs> I can tell you, I have been there. This is a very, very understandable fail. There was a time when I had like some relatives give me like cash as a gift, you know, like, oh, go buy something for yourself. I had to say, I need you to never give me cash again because I will spend it on the children. Like it just, it's so fast. You spend it on the, uh, or just some groceries or like, the well, we do need that. Uh, so I'll get it. And then it's gone. And then you didn't get anything that you really wanted or that was a treat. I'm very sorry that you self-cared that incorrectly. But I appreciate you sharing it with us so we can all moan collectively with you. You're doing a horrible job. <laughs> Hi there. I am calling with a sale. So my other half texted me, and I've been working all night, and he sent me a picture of a retainer next to a water bottle, and he said our daughter (laughs) had been drinking out of the water bottle with this retainer, and it dawned on me that I was taking a shower the other day. I don't even remember when, if it was like yesterday or the day before that. But my two-year-old was in the bathroom with me. I pulled the shower curtain, and she was on the toilet grabbing my retainer out of the box. And I was like, hey, hey, you know, put that back. And, of course, she got down, and she ran away with it, and she thought it was really funny. And I don't know why, but I forgot that that even fucking happened. (laughs) And instead of, you know, tracking down my retainer, I completely forgot about it. And... So then this morning, my other half was picking up my kids from Grandma's house, and they were on the phone with me, and they were like, oh, Mommy, I'm so thirsty. And I'm like, okay, great. I'll have water bottles ready for you um, for when you get home. (laughs) Apparently, my two-year-old decided to put the retainer in one of the water bottles, and this morning at 8 in the morning, I prepared the water bottles with my retainer in there, mm-hmm. and apparently my four-year-old was drinking my retainer water all day, and I died laughing. I thought it was really funny, and just it just goes to show how tired we all are, and 
how I don't I don't even know anymore. But I lost it. I laughed so hard. And anyway, I wanted to tell you because, like I said, I tried to tell my boss, and he thought <laughs> I was crazy. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was beautiful. There, there, there were so many different directions this fail could have gone, right? Like I, when the, when you started the story and I hear you're in the bathroom and there's a retainer and there's a two-year-old, I for sure thought the retainer was going in the toilet, but it didn't go that way. You surprised me. We took a different direction. The two-year-old took the retainer away. Now, how the retainer eventually wound up in the water bottle. Now, that is an adventure we'll never know. It's like when they put, like, those little cameras on cats to see what they do at night when they go out. We should do that on two-year-olds. Where are they going with that retainer? What what places did that retainer go before getting in the water bottle, right? Lots of retainer adventures coming to Netflix very soon. And then you guys made the water, and then... They drank the retainer. I'm glad you just called it retainer water because I like that's exactly what it is. And it is hilarious. It does go to show you there were many moments that reminded me how tired we were. I don't know. There, I don't know where the retainer was. I forgot I even had a retainer. I <laughs> you I I guess I guess we'll put this in a doing a bad job with oral health care. Or orthodonture, maybe? I'm not sure. Either way, you're doing a horrible job, and it's hilarious. (laughs) Okay, let's settle in for our last failure. Hey, Biz. This is a fail. Maybe I'm a mom having a breakdown, too, but I don't know. Um, I thought this is my child in the background, and... (laughs) She's 23 months old, and I thought this weekend she loves coloring. It would be so much fun to color with her. And that's something I loved doing when I was a child with my mother, and she used to color my child so peacefully by herself. But now that she knows that I can color with her, all I get is, draw me a yellow spiral, purple circle, draw me a horse. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And my husband works night twice a week, and I've got her by myself when I'm trying to make dinner. And all I'm getting now is, draw me this, draw me that, screaming if I don't do it. Mm. (sighs) Anyway, my real fail was trying to do something fun with my child. Oh, yeah. And it's backfired. And now I get no peace from the screaming. Yeah. Thanks for the show. You're doing a great job. Sometimes I am. Today I'm not. Thanks. Spot on. You have diagnosed yourself. Yes. The failure was trying to do. It's that trying to find an activity to do with your child that you're doing. Like, really, it, I think it's about doing something alongside, not actually four, right? But that gets very confused and lost. Let me just do my Teresa voice. Developmentally, they are right 
where they're supposed to be. Of course, that's what they want. Well, also, fuck that. Oh, that's the biz voice. The biz voice is, I, look, I'm just trying to do something with you. And now it's turned into something that is demanded. The, oh, that's the thing right there. It's the demanding part. It's the, it's the subtle shift from let's play this together into it becoming a thing that the joy and fun is stripped away from immediately for you. And that sucks. Like, that really sucks. Hey, I can hear that child in the background. It takes me back immediately. Little children, they, uh, that's, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. But that doesn't mean it's enjoyable as a parent, as a guardian, as a person with kids in their house. That doesn't mean it's enjoyable to have somebody yelling at you all day or demanding. I mean, God, there's so many times I'm like, do not tell me what to do. I'm the boss of you. Slam. So I see you. You really fucked up trying to find something nice to do for yourself while spending time with your child. So, ha ha. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. Hey there, I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just got to share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast, we're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't. Rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual, real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Carrie, is it? Oh, yes. Hi, I'm Carrie. I am Psychic Ross, and I will be reading you this evening. Oh, interesting. Well, okay. I co-host a podcast. It's called Ono, Ross, and Carrie. Yes, I'm sensing that. The spirits are telling me. It is a show about Well, it's about like fringe science and spirituality and claims of the paranormal. Oh, you knew that. You do research online. But more importantly, like we do in-person investigations. In-person investigate as well. Oh, my God. That's amazing. See? Me and my friend. This is so weird. My friend Ross. Same name as you. Weird. He and I just go and try them all out. And actually, we've gone to a number of psychics. And to be honest with you, it's a lot like this. It's called Ono, Ross, and Carrie. They can find it at MaximumFun.org. I could have told you that. All right, everybody. We are back for the Labor Day Uptaint Thousandth Genius Fail Spectacular Plus Rant. And it is time for a rant. Hi, One Bad Mother. This is a stale rant. This morning, trying to get all three kids out the door. I have a almost six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a 10-month-old. One, my 
husband takes to school, the other one, my middle one, my four-year-old, I take with the baby. I took an extended maternity leave, you know, to spend more time with my beautiful children. And trying to get out the door, and the four-year-old is screaming that his coat isn't zipped, and (laughs) I'm trying to get the baby buckled in. And then he's screaming that he needs gloves, but he needs gloves from a specific area. So I said I had them in the backpack, but that wasn't good enough. Then I get him in the car, and I buckle him up, and then... You know, a few minutes in, he said that he wanted toys for my Halloween bucket that he likes to carry around. And I said, no toys from outside are allowed at school. And then that set him off because he said they're not outside toys, they're inside <laughs> toys. And then I said, well, no no toys from home. And he said, well, they didn't come from home. They came from the Valentine's Day party, so they came from school, so why can't they go back to school? And then I'm just trying to, like, explain to him that they <laughs> just can't bring <laughs> the two little fish in your Halloween bucket to school. And I try everything. I I go through all the tactics. I understand that this is upsetting to you. I know, that stinks. (laughs) And then he screams at me, don't talk to me, but talk to me. And then he asks me questions, and then he screams at me, don't talk to me, the entire ride. And normally, I can, you know, give them that moment, give them that space to express their feelings and get it all out. But he just wants his bucket with his toys. And he just wants to go back home. Doesn't matter the solutions. Doesn't want me to fix it. Doesn't even want me to do anything but drive back home to go get the bucket. And I can't. Because even though I'm not working, my 10-month-old naps at 8.30, 9 o'clock, and she was up early. So what am I doing right now? I'm sitting in the car because now her morning nap, she fell asleep on the way home. And it's just one of those things where you're trying to do everything that you're supposed to to try and get everyone on time and on the schedule that they need. And now our morning nap is ruined. I'm not going to get it back, and she's going to have a cranky afternoon, and I can already see how the day's going to unfold. Oh, and did I tell you, I had to literally carry my screaming child into the director's arms of the child care center because he kept trying to run into the parking lot mm. and I kept saying, oh, I need to keep you safe. So I guess in the end, he's safe in school screaming and I guess my 10-month-old is napping. So I guess I'll just sit here and feel my feelings. So thank you, One Bad Mother. You're doing a great job. And I know I am. It just sucks today. You are doing a good job. You're doing a remarkable job. You have just explained to anyone not familiar with what it can be like with kids in your house, what it's like with kids in your house. And what's weird is I know that that was just like max a few hours. Did it even go an hour? Was it an hour and a half? And that that was intense. That was like emotionally draining. It's physically draining. Again, we don't always give credit to how that sort of keeping calm and trying to stay focused while this is happening around you affects your body. It bugs it up. Guys, it hurts. Suddenly you're like, why is my neck around my ears? I don't even remember clenching, right? You know, 30 years later. (laughs) The fact that like little kids 
don't understand like why they can't have a thing. And there really is no way to explain it. You just have to be like that. I mean, you did all the things. You just did all. And I, <laughs> sorry, the part that made me laugh out loud was that I used all the right words. I used all the words. They're like, I can see that you're feeling big right now. I can see. <laughs> it's like a fucking farce is what that was for you. And that moment where you realize now the nap is going to probably be gone or it's going to be messed up. I don't know what the word is to describe the feelings when you carry like football carry or like carry carry your child screaming and crying in either out of some place or into some place. It's hard. It's just hard. And it like hurts. You feel both invisible and totally visible at the same time. And you want to be seen, but you also don't want anybody to look. And it's that anticipation for the meltdown is exhausting. And then when you're done and everybody's where they're supposed to be, how are you supposed to move through? I don't understand how we're always all supposed to just move through that and then like go to work and be all right. And by the way, I heard you say you don't work. Yes, you fucking do. You work. You have a job. Everybody with kids, you are working and you are grossly underpaid. You are grossly compensated. You are grossly uninsured, right? Like I... I it, I'm just so fucking sick of it not being considered work. And then the other work that we do. And so like, I, you are doing a remarkable job. And that sounds like that sucked. That sucked. That was a super shitty, sucky, suck, suck morning. That was awful. And I am sorry. And I see you with my whole body. I see you. You are doing a remarkable job. Everybody, you're doing a remarkable job. That is what the Genius Fail Spectacular Plus rant is here for. To remind us that the geniuses really are important. They're really valuable. They're really good and they just don't get the credit that they deserve. And I, I want to run through the streets screaming. They sat down. <laughs> I see you. You got stuck in a parade and yet you still functioned as a human being the rest of the day. Like these are really great. Then there are the fails and it's fun to share them and laugh at them because those are the ones that we worry that everybody's looking at. Those are the ones that are like, no one gives a shit when you're doing a good job. They only care when you fuck up, right? I, and, and we just don't believe that here. I just don't think people are actually paying that much attention to you when you fail. No one really is saying, you put your buckle on wrong or you didn't spend your Target gift card right, right? Like... It's absurd that we put that pressure on ourselves. That is a awful lens. That lens, we got to 
get rid of that lens. That is not the lens we should be walking through. Or if it is our lens, that lens needs to be adjusted for comedy gold. Okay. And for like, I'm not alone. All right. And then the rant, that's everything that we did in this whole show right now. That is like, I could play that rant every day and feel seen because I know exactly how that feels. Just like I know you all know how that feels. I think back to what Teresa always says. How does anybody get anything done? It's impossible. And it's impossible because no one is watching. No one is like, that's too much that you had to do all that before you came into work. No one's like, I I, I, I just, what was it? I saw the new She-Hulk series on Marvel. I watched the first episode and I already knew what the answer was when male Hulk was telling her that she needed to control her anger. And she was like, I do it every fucking day already. Right? I was like, yeah, you do. (laughs) Like that. It's amazing. It is amazing. You are amazing. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Gabe Mara, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.